Hello everyone and welcome back to episode four of the Football Plug podcast. How are we doing, Matt? You know what? I've, I've been better, not going to lie. Um, I've got a bit of a sore you, throat you do, and a cold. You do sound a bit rough, um, mate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the main question. Is it the Rona? It's not. It is, well, I'm hoping, it's not it's the not, Rona. It's not, no. I had my jab you, on Saturday. You're just feeling a bit down. Um, so it could oh, just be that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, okay. um, you got you got shanked. You got the old five G. Yeah, how how you feeling, mate? Feeling like a little sonic radar? I feel like I can take on the world. I reckon. Good. Well, you you don't sound like it, mate. No, absolutely. And how are you doing? Oh, 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 I'm good, mate. Hold on, there's somebody else in our FaceTime call. Who's this? Hello, boys. Is that <laughs> is that the world's best looking waiter? Is that Grant Urquhart? Oh, oh my it. god, it is. Hello, Grant. How you stop doing, it, mate? Jackie boy, how are you doing, mate? You're right. Yeah, good, good. How have you been? How have you been? What's new in the life of Grant? <sighs> What's new in the life of anyone, Matt? <laughs> Watching the Euros. Um, that's the only new thing. Watching the Euros. Yes. It's coming. It's coming home, isn't it, Grant? It's coming Rome, maybe. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Grant is a big advocate of the old Italian winners of the Euros, aren't you, mate? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's going to be an Italian France final if it's possible. I think. Yeah, um, that, they they do look good. They do look very good, Italy. They were a bit of a dark horse, really. No one really gave them a shot before the start of the Euros. But but three, three wins on the bounce in the Euros, is that yeah, right? Yeah, three, three wins, wins on the bounce. Mancini's men smashing eight, it. Eight or nine goals scored. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. So we're going to start this episode by talking about England's three group games, uh, the last of which was last night. We'll get on to that lastly, of course. So the first one was England versus Croatia at Wembley. England came away with a pretty convincing, albeit 1-0 win. Uh, Matt, we'll come to you first. Uh, what went right in that game? Um, obviously, we won the game that, and we scored a goal. Very right. good, Matt. Yes, so, we did. Clearly made a good start, and I think that in itself brought this positivity to the camp, the fans, everyone was loving it, Southgate's the best, the players are doing amazing, Calvin Phillips, and I'm sure Grant will have something to say on that, was... What a game he had, the, Jesus was just Christ. Like the Yorkshire Perlo. Yeah, prime the Yorkshire Perlo, isn't he? Yeah, so all in all, decent performance, grind, grind out the win... We get our three points. No standout massive performances other than Phillips. We won the game. I, don't, I wouldn't say there was a massive deal, what we can say on that, other than we did just I, get I, three I think, points. Yeah, I think that I think that three points was uh, like solidified with the old it's coming home nature. Do you know what I mean? It was made a little bit bigger than it was because it was the first game. And was it England haven't won the first game in, in a Euros for... Ages yeah. was it since since ninety six or something? Yeah. I can't remember. Can't remember the exact stat, but um, I think it was the fact it was Croatia as well. Like every time, every it. time we play Croatia, there's such a bogey team for England, and everyone was kind of like the optimism was there. We're like England played England style. They played boring as hell, but they still ground out a win they against did. a good opponent, or so we yeah. thought. <laughs> yeah, let, let's be honest. Croatia aren't the team they were in the World Cup two years ago, or even previous to that. You know, they still got Perisic and Modric and another... Every itch. Itchy, itchy Bowman or whatever. Um, but they're still a good team. Like Those players are ageing, but they're still... You know, Modric won the Ballon d'Or two years ago, 2018. And Calvin Phillips had him in his pocket. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's those kinds of things that... 
that the, 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 the England fans took away as a great performance because we those players like that they you know they didn't show up and to get that win which I, I do think even though it was one there was pretty convincing to be honest I think the one thing that I, I did don't like, think Croatia offered much did they no and I think the one thing that I did like about England obviously with the players we have there's a lot of passing knocking it around but every so often there was a ball over the top whether it's from right at the back from Pickford or if it was from Stones, I liked seeing a little bit of change up his style with knocking that ball straight up there to whether it was Kane or Sterling on the run through. So it was nice to see yeah. a little bit of a difference. But that, that that has been a recurring theme throughout the three England games, like a long ball from the back, especially from Pickford. Like yeah. Pickford's got his ups and his downs. Um but one of his major ups is um that ball he can produce like from the back. It's like he puts on an absolute penny, like it's 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 good. It's very good. He's been one of the standout players for me. Yeah, he has. I think he's been, which so, is weird. been so consistent. Yeah. I, I didn't really rate him before the tournament. I've seen him at Everton a few times and he's been all right. But I think he's been standout. Yeah. I don't yeah, want he, anyone he else in been... there. No, no, no. It's no. another thing for us. Let's have Henderson. Let's have Henderson. Let's have Pope. Let's have Pope. Oh, Pickford. And he just bosses it. We're, yeah, we're really I not was, good at this. Standard. I was a big Pope fan. I was a big Henderson fan. Big fan yeah. of them both, to be honest. But then I've seen Pickford come out and he's just smashing it. But I don't know if you've Fair noticed this, Grant. If you've like listened to any of the other podcasts, um, which I'm sure you have. Oh, I know you um, guys get it wrong every single time, yeah. Every single time we, we slag people off and they perform to no avail. One of those players being Calvin Phillips. Uh, we thought, how the hell has he made it into the team? And then he's England's best player in the first game. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I'll happily be wrong about things like that. Happily, Do you know, I, I, feel, so I, we're think, saying, I think the reason you were—I mean, obviously, you, you don't watch Leeds like week in, week out, like the Leeds fans do. And I think he just—he literally, for the style that England play, he provides like that Kante-esque service. Hundred percent. He's just a little—he's like Carlos Tevez in his bulldog-like approach. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's literally I, just what he is. He's just a hunter-gatherer. Yeah, and he's he's made himself undroppable, really. Yeah, and I think what happened in that first game, and I'm just at the moment talking about that first game, is Rice and Phillips really complement each other. When Phillips made those darts forward, Rice held back, held that line just in front of the yeah. defence. Which and I think the pair of them together worked really well playing those. As much as people were going all two CDMs, it seemed to really work in that first yeah, game. Yeah, hundred percent. That that's got to be <clears> our. <throat> Like formation going forward because uh, again we'll talk about this a bit later on the, the the most recent game against Czech Republic last night in the second half about 60 minutes in we went to a 4-3-3 and we produced absolutely nothing yeah because there was yeah. too many defensive minded players in the midfield all right Jude Bellingham does get forward but he is a more of a holding midfielder than he is an attacking midfielder yeah and we had what was it Phillips Henderson and Bellingham yeah three pretty defensive-minded players. I think this is exactly why James Ward-Prowse didn't end up going. And I think it's yeah. just for that reason. He doesn't yeah. He doesn't fit into that system. Yeah. He doesn't, no. He's, and he's, again. A, he's a centre-mid. He's, <laughs> he's a proper centre-mid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that Matt and I disagree with and uh, we've been proved wrong. Again. Again. <laughs> Terrific. All right, game number two. The big one. A little bit different against Scotland. Um... I'm going to throw my thoughts out there. I thought Scotland played well. I don't think they played as well as Scottish fans think they played. 
I will also say that I don't think England played well at all. We were, we lacked desire. We looked boring on the ball. Like there were so so many players in front of the England creative players. Do you know what I mean? There were so many blue shirts in front of them. And I mean, Billy Billy Gilmore had COVID, and we played like we all had COVID. It was so loud. <laughs> we certainly did. We played like Matt Ford right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So, I, I really don't have much more to say about that game other than it was do you, just disappointing, really. And I, it was just, I feel like, you know, we got the job done in the end. We got a point and we got three points yesterday. So, we're safely clear out of the group. But it, I just think it would have been nice. You know, how can we expect to beat the likes of France, Portugal, Germany if we scrape a draw against Scotland? Do you know what I mean? I think everyone's been saying it as well, and this was the game that put the pressure on Kane. I mean, the first game was like, oh, it's just finding his feet. This game, another game with not one shot on target. He was marked out of the game. Yeah, Our best player was, was fully marked out of the game, and he didn't even look like he had a set of legs to stand on, to be honest. Yeah. No. Do you think... Neither did he in the first game, really. <clears throat> he Do looks you think tired. that there was too much put on the game in a sense of... It felt like it wasn't a Euros game and it was more just a competition. It was like a, a, a cup final. Oh, we're playing Scotland. We need to beat them. We need to beat them. It wasn't about getting the three points. Yeah, but it, thought... it, felt, it felt like that from the Scotland fans. The Scotland fans, it is their cup final. It felt like that from the Scotland team. Don't feel like that from the England team. The England team no, don't no, have yeah. the same heart. They just don't. Never yeah. have, never will. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's like, not like national pride. No. And it's like like you said, Scotland didn't play bad. They played well, but they weren't like you said, they weren't this amazing team like the everyone's saying they were. I wouldn't have put Billy Gilmore as man of the match, if I'm honest. I didn't even feel like he was in the game. I would have put uh, someone in their defence who was able to yeah, completely yeah, yeah. pocket that, Kane, Sterling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what they did? Watching the game, it was like, right, England have got a great attack. What we're going to do is sit deep. We're going to park the bus and then we're just going to break. And that's yeah. what they did all game. We literally, we couldn't play a through ball and we were just lost. I saw a video of Sterling running around in a circle for five minutes. Because <laughs> he literally had nowhere to run because everyone was that deep. Yeah. And this, this is what scares me. Say if France do that against us. Like, and and they break with Griezmann, Benzema, and Mbappe. We're toast. We oh, are Jesus absolutely Christ. toast. Oh, just, do you think any of our team could catch Mbappe? Impossible. Never yeah. gonna happen. No. Yeah, no, impossible. I think Carl Walker might have a chance to catch Mbappe, but he's just he's too tricky. Probably he's too. Yeah, probably will. Yeah. I mean, I just. So the the best thing about these three England games has been our defence, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've our main striker, our main man has not been firing on any cylinders at all. Um, but our defence has been solid. I, I, you know, there's been a few times it's been a little bit leaky, but Pickford's been there to clean up. You know, he's yeah. made some good saves. How for the most part, Mings, Stones, and Maguire yesterday, Shaw, Walker, Trippier, they have been pretty good I think you know like quite 
it's been quite nice to see. Yes, England have got all this attacking talent, but it's nice to see that there is a little bit of defence behind them as well. That can work. However, I'd like to point out that we have played an ageing Croatia, Scotland, and a bang average Czech Republic. We have not faced anyone of any note yet. So when I, you know, when I watch and I see that we're only scoring one goal, I'm thinking that is not good enough against Belgium, against France, against Germany, against Spain, against Italy. One goal is not good enough. We, we, we are in the round of 16, no matter who it's against, France, Portugal, Germany, and it can be Hungary if some crazy results come through, but it's likely to be one of those three. One goal is not going to be enough at all, is it? No. No, you you think of who they've got up top. I mean, yeah, like you said, our defence have come up against, for the most part, bang average attacks at the moment. They come up up against, like you said, Mbappe. They come up against Immobile. They come up against bloody Ronaldo, Lukaku. They're going to get bullied. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to get bullied. Yeah, 100%. Can you see Maguire trying to make a tackle on Ronaldo without just snapping him in two. No, because <laughs> will be at the halfway line. I'll take line. that, I'll take that. But he'll be at the halfway can't... line. Ronaldo will already be at the penalty box because oh, he's um, so slow. Mbappe, Jesus Christ, they'll be at oh Wembley. Mbappe will be in yeah. France. He'll run there. <laughs> Luke, Lukaku, uh... Lukaku will literally have one of them in Leeds and one of them in bloody Southend holding him apart. Yeah. He'd bully him. i tell you what. I tell you what, Lukaku looks good. Lukaku looks very good. Oh. He got a goal goal and assist the other night against um, another team, uh, and he looked absolutely. Him and De Bruyne looked unbelievable. It's it's quite scary. Hopefully we don't face them. Oh yeah, they've got a proper at little partnership point. at the moment, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they really do. Grant, question. All right then. Quick question yes. for Grant. Go, go go go. Obviously, third game. There was a bit of a change around of the squad me and Jack are big fans of Grealish everyone's been calling out for Grealish what's your opinion on Grealish being in starting 11 I mean like everyone else I wanted him to be there I did want him to be there he offers something different I think literally 10 minutes in he produced exactly what you want him to I don't think he had the impact that everyone thought he would no. I think I think he was good he offers something totally different he, ta- he takes on players and that's what the England fans want to see. We don't want to yeah. see this boring England style football. Yeah, agreed. I think I think that's and what I think that's what he offers. I agree, mate. And and as I said, when things got changed around in the fifty fifth, sixtieth minute, we went to like a, a four three three and Grealish was taken off. That was it. That was like the attacking intent just like completely went. Oh yeah, we went to boredom um, again. Yeah. Saka yeah. was unreal. Saka was fantastic. Again, Ch- something Ch- else Ch- that I've said. Yeah, that's, boy. Uh, that's been uh, proved wrong. Um, Saka was brilliant. I think he's made himself undroppable for the round of 16 game. I think he has to play. Yeah. I, I, I do think they'll, they'll start near enough exactly the same team in our round of 16 game. I can't see any... Yeah, Rice, Phillips, Sterling, Kane... Grealish and Saka. I think I think that's what we I need. Some flair. Start. We do need some flair. He's now got to start playing people on form. Like yeah. I know he hasn't he hasn't done it, but he's he's got to. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which which so so I know you're not the the biggest fan of Sterling Grant. So would you say on form? Oh, no, he I, should start. I, I think on on form he has to play. He's the only he's the only yeah. player that scored too. I understand why he's in the team. I don't. I'm not a fan of his. 
Yeah. I, know that, I think, I think that, that's me too. I'm not his biggest fan, but he has got us uh, six points, six of our seven points, yeah. basically. Um, yeah. So he's got to start, yeah. And would are you still starting Kane? I think Who, that's different. Let's just start. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Calvert-Lewin, maybe. Oh, see, I don't uh, know. I think Kane's got to start. He's got to start because he's, he's, he's the captain. Where, he is the captain. Yeah. And yes, he has looked a bit legless, but he has not had much service at all. The, 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 the one bit of service I can remember him getting in these past three games was that unreal ball from Harry Maguire, like straight through the oh, Czech Republic yeah. yeah. defence. And Kane, again, he could have squared to Sterling. Horrible memories of uh, yep. two years ago. But, did you but he also got to put that in the near post. Did you see where he was stood when Sterling scored, though? Right it at was the edge in the, like, the right halfway the, line. Right at the edge of the box, like a few yeah. yards past the edge of the box. And it's like, he's just laid it off to Grealish. Why are you not, as a centre-forward, tear-arsing yeah. to get yeah. on t- into the six-yard box? He must be so desperate to get on the ball. So desperate. Because I, I think he had about eight touches last night, really, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't do much. I, I think he drops it. Like Grant said, he's, he's now... He's not playing for Tottenham at the minute. He doesn't need to come back to the halfway line like he has been doing. Just stay up there. You're the target, man. Yeah. You've not got a lot of pace to run on behind people, so yeah. just stay there, bully him, push him over, he's, get around He's him. playing like FIFA Kane. That's what he's playing like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> clunky. Proper Absolutely clunky. Absolutely no pace, clunky. Runs out of steam about 60 minutes in. So we'll just talk quickly about last night's game, Czech Republic. Again, not much to report. I think we've covered most of it. First half, we were electric. We looked really good. Second half, it's almost like we settled for the 1-0 win and shut up shop a little bit and the excitement left a little bit. I, I would say that, you know, Suchek had that chance that he put wide. Um, Pickford made a great save from like a long shot from one of their midfielders whose name escapes me. Um, but oh, I, I don't know whether to look at it as great defensive display good three points or okay a little bit boring I don't, I don't know what to say I think it's a game we should have killed we should have gone out there with intent and killed it 3-0 yeah especially now, with the like the backdrop of already qualifying for the round of 16 you could have gone out there and just done whatever you wanted to do I th- it's just not Gareth Stalo is it and I think that'll be this will no. be what gets tested in the next round it's going to be a case of him tailoring it to teams that we're playing because if it's not going well against France he's going to need to change something early Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He, but he doesn't he waits until like the 60th 70th minute to change something if you if you think about it Gareth Southgate and this England team haven't had a test like we're going to have yet have they? no, no. we've had pretty if you think back runs. to the World Cup we had uh, that Colombia Sweden Colombia and Croatia and then our easy group games Tunisia San Marino or whoever it was like they're piss easy games alright we've had a, we've had a friendly against Spain which we won 2-0 I think like in 2017 that's a friendly doesn't mean anything a um, couple of games against Belgium I think we've won one and lost one but that's not when Belgium were ranked the number one team in the world do you know what I mean this is going to be his first proper test so if his defensive KG style works, I think that will change a lot of people's opinions on Gareth Southgate. 
Do you know what? I don't. Th- I think it's the Mourinho factor. You know, I think it's similar to when Mourinho was at Man U. Do yeah. and and Spurs as well. Do people want to see this boring negative football all the time? No. This yeah. is why people like to watch Leeds. Like we, we lost, we lost a fair few games <laughs> heavily, but we also they were never boring. Not I mean, once. you look at no, they weren't. Was it the second game of the season when it was four three against Liverpool? Yeah, pe- people like, want to see that. People, exciting. People, You've People want to see, if you're going to score three, we're going to score four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. what people want to see. People yeah. don't want to see a chess match anymore. It's boring. It is boring. Unless you're watching the Queen's Gambit or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Queen. paying to watch chess. <laughs> right, so we're now going to move on and we're going to have a little look at some underperforming teams and players. And then we're going to look at some of those teams and players who we think have exceeded expectations so we're going to jump straight in at group a boys i think there's a clear team here who have exceeded all expectations grant who is it in group a jesus christ i've not got the groups up (laughs) it's your team it's your team it's coming rome oh yeah italy yeah i mean it's just like it's it three three wins out of three uh, seven goals scored, nine points, clearly into the next round. It's it's easy peasy, really. It's liquid football, yeah. isn't it? You watch them, and it is just everything's at pace. Everything is at pace. It is. It's and it's weird. They haven't really got like an amazing team. Like like really, have they? When you when you look at France, you look at Germany, yeah. England. I think you know they've they've got Immobile they they've haven't got, got their Locatelli that Locatelli looks really good yeah they've got, yeah. They've got Chiellini they've got Bonucci Chiesa. who are good but Chiesa yeah right so they're good players right? obviously Chiellini and Bonucci are world class they were world class I wouldn't say they're world class anymore they're still very good I wouldn't say Immobile is world class but that team just works together so well their attacking football is outrageous they look they look like they're going to score every time they go forward. I think that's what yeah. Mancini's done for a minute. He's turned them into just a group of players into a team. Yeah. He plays sexy football, does Mancini. He does. Shout out to Mancini. Have you seen what he did? He said, everyone I call up to this team will get time. Within the three games, 25 players have played yeah. out of the 26. because he got left out, yeah. didn't he? In, was it 96? Yeah. When yeah. he was in Italy, he got left, he got out, left out. Italy yeah. yeah. I think good. So I want to talk about Turkey. Oh, awful. I don't know where this came from. This like underdog team, Turkey. Yeah. Like, where did this narrative come from? They've been awful. <laughs> They've been yeah. so bad. <laughs> Three losses, negative seven goal difference. The thing is, I look at their, I look at their team on paper, and they have got good. Pl- I don't know if this is. They've got good FIFA players, but they've got some good players. They've got like Chalanoglu. No, they. Yeah, they uh, Yilmaz, Under. Yeah. Under, yeah, they got Soyuncu, Kabak, yeah, uh, you know they got pretty decent players. They just just been absolutely donkeyed by everybody else in the group, basically. Yeah, uh, Switzerland uh, came third in the group. However, they have qualified because uh, they got four points, and uh, Wales as well. I guess that's a little bit of a shock. I was expecting them to come third or, yeah. or fourth, to be honest. I think we predicted like third or fourth for them, didn't we, Matt? Yeah, we did. We weren't expecting um, them to go through. But they they were brilliant. I think they were almost worth more than the four points they got. 
Um, they got one draw, one win, one draw, one loss, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it, it, positive goal difference. Gareth Bale not exactly firing on all cylinders, so it's not bad for well, them. They I guess. Decent against Italy. The only the only one nil down, and the ref was a bit biased, if you ask me, to be honest. When they played Italy, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think 100%. Gareth Bale's played all right. I thought. Yeah, he's played. He's played okay. I thought against Turkey, it would have been a draw if it weren't for him. Yeah, he did. He definitely yeah, bossed true. that game. True, true, true. Yeah. He literally took it by the scruff of the neck. He, he did what you want a captain to do, which Harry Kane has not done. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Not yet, Grant. Not yet. You're going to score four goals against France on Tuesday. You mark my words. I will eat the T-shirt I'm wearing if he does. <laughs> I would love to see that. All right, Group B. I think Belgium were always going to win. I think the only shock was that Denmark saved their win till the last game. Yeah, I think that was the only shock that went on I there. I think they had an excuse. The Finland... <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's cr- it's crazy. The third, fourth, and fifth have both got one win and two losses. Fifth? Where's the but fifth was... team come from? <laughs> I I meant second, third, and fourth. That's what that's what COVID does to you, mate. It ruins your brain. It's the five G getting from coming from you through the screen. <laughs> Second, third, and fourth both got one win and two losses. It was Denmark's positive goal difference that uh, sent them through to qualify. No, no, no third place qualification from this group. No, because Finland and Russia both got three points. I don't think the Danes yeah. ever looked that bad, to be honest. I think they looked, they were, they, were, no, they, they played didn't. well in all three games. I think they were just a bit unlucky, and I mean, in the first game, that should have been called. Yeah, this hundred percent should have been played. Could have been played a few days later. Well, did you see there? They had three options. It was play the game tonight, take a three-nil loss, or the other one was play in twenty-four hours. That's not fair. Just call the no. game off and play it in a few days. But I guess it doesn't matter in the end because nah, they've, gone they've qualified. They were never going to beat Belgium they've anyway, so no. it's for the best. No, no, no. So pretty. Pretty standard that group. Group C: uh, Holland, Austria, Ukraine, North Macedonia. Uh, only two qualifications from this group, and I think we pretty much called we this one bang this on. One. Matt. Yeah. Uh, Holland, Austria, uh, Ukraine, North Macedonia. I don't think we predicted Ukraine or North Macedonia to be like one of the third no. best teams to qualify. So uh, not bad, know, really. No. I mean, clean, clean from Holland. They look good. Yeah, they did look good. Did you watch? Did you guys watch the North really Mas- Macedonia games? Yes, uh, I've watched a few of them. Yeah, that is a bit of the fighting I watched, I watched spirit. Two of them, I, think. I want for England. They went. Yeah. They went down dying yeah. every match. Pandev, who's, who just retired the other day, what an absolute trooper! Yeah, just, I mean they went into yeah, every game play. knowing they were going to lose, but still they gave absolutely everything to to everything they did on the pitch. And it sh- to be fair, it did show, but obviously they weren't they weren't going to grind out the wins. Let's yeah. be honest. But and they finished their group with a better goal difference than Turkey, everyone's supposed underdogs. Yeah, so true that. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. I think I think we expected Netherlands and Austria to go through. Yeah, Austria played well. Uh, will Austria get much further? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, group D, England's group. Obviously, three qualifications from this group: England, Croatia, Czech Republic. Oh, the poor Scots didn't make it through. Uh, again, we, we've spoken a lot about this group. Probably not much more to say. Um, the only shock is we didn't come out with nine points. Yeah, disappoint. we should have come out with nine points against that group. 
I'd call this group the seven the boring group. Group E. At the minute, ah, so at the minute it's just uh, Sweden going through. Yeah, but can that change? Yes, it can. All three. No, team, it can't. Sweden, yes, it can. Sweden will definitely go through. Sweden are playing tonight, aren't they? Yeah, Sweden, Slovakia, Spain and Poland are all playing tonight. So Spain and Poland, if Spain win, they get five points. And if Sweden win, they get seven points. That means that would be a loss. That would be a loss. So with a Spain and a Sweden win, we're looking at Sweden top, Spain second, Slovakia in third with three points, which means they won't qualify. But Spain have been dire. Spain have been, been really diabolical. Oh, God. Uh, that's like what, it's like watching say. England. Watching Spain is like yeah. watching England. I think what's even worse for them is that Morata's got himself into better positions than Kane, and he's horrendous up top for them. <laughs> yeah, who who is, is in that he? Spain team that gives you like that gives you like confidence? Who? Pau Torres? He's half decent centre back. Do you know what's annoying? Koke in the midfield's been average. Yeah, but I think they've got um, Marcus Llorente playing right back for some reason. He's a yes. centre midfielder. Yes, I, <laughs> yeah, I agree and with he's that. Quality. He's quality. He's, he's one the, of their best players. He's had the best year of his career at Atletico this year, and they're playing him at right back. Work it out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That do you know what that team needs? And I think we said this as well, Matt. And he's Sergio Ramos. Yeah. That's what a, that leader. Need. a leader. You know what? Stick Sergio Ramos yeah. up front because Morata's. <laughs> 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 he is. How how has uh, done so the rounds? Look, if at Juve, Madrid, Chelsea is beyond Chelsea. Me. I know. Ah, oh, hello, hello. He has nudes of someone. He has nudes of someone. Mourinho. He has, <laughs> he has Mourinho nudes. <laughs> if Spain don't pick up a win tonight, they do not qualify. A draw means they also don't qualify. They have to win to qualify. So I'd that is definitely a game to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, if we came up against them at some point along the way, I wouldn't fear Spain. Oh, I'm not, not scared of them at all. I don't, no. I don't think I'd watch it, to be honest. I think that'd be the most boring match oh in the God, world. Oh, God, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> we can guarantee that'd be like a four-all draw. Yeah. Still not I'll watching t- it. I'll tell you what, an- another underperformer, Lewandowski... He's scored yes. like what? Yeah, very ne- much Netted so. one? Yeah, no, I agree with that. He's been in my fantasy football team. And so has Kane. And I've been really upset with them both. But Lewandowski as well, yeah. <sighs> I've had Lukaku, Depay, uh, and Wijnaldum in mine. Unlucky for I've you. got like seven goals between them. But Lewin- Lewandowski's like tip for Ballon d'Or this year, isn't he? Yeah. Not, af- yeah. not after Euros. I think after performances, you've got to give it to Kante. After the Euros, if if France gone to win, Kante's got to have that Ballon d'Or. Not definitely not. Yeah. I suppose it's, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be. What a man. Group F. Uh, the group of France death. guaranteed qualification because they've yep. got four points. Uh, even if they lose tonight, they are guaranteed qualification. Yeah. Uh, as I said, Hungary can still finish second if they beat Germany. And France beat Portugal. France beat Portugal. That would be crazy. Then we'd be looking at France and Hungary qualifying, Germany and Portugal going home because they both got three points. That would be mental. Do we think that's going to happen? No. No. Probably not. No, it's not going to happen. Would we like it to happen? Would we like to face 
Hungary in the round of 16? No. Yes, please. <laughs> Give us France. <laughs> it's just it's just giving us another week to stay in it and get your hopes up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like everyone's saying, one more week of being happy, girl. You're going to have to play France at some point. <laughs> All right, and the next thing we're going to talk about is some players that we feel have been underperforming and some players that we feel have performed pretty nicely this tournament. So, Matt, we'll come to you first, mate. Give us two underperforming players. Uh, Harry Kane. Uh, yes, given. And I'm going to go for uh, Ruben Diaz. In- interesting. And the only reason for that is he's just come off the back of an incredible season. They've obviously got into this qualification uh, knockout stages and he's been not that great. And neither has the whole of the Portugal defence, to be fair. So they're my two players. Uh, yeah, they've scored four goals. Uh, scored five goals and conceded four. So, I guess. Scored a own goal. Played horrendous against Germany. But that's credit to Germany what? as well. There is only... There's only three teams that haven't conceded. And we're one of them. Can you name the other two? Uh, Italy? Yeah. Uh, Italy haven't conceded in ridiculous amount of games, have they? Yeah. <laughs> no, they haven't. Uh, Italy and um, France have an un- un- unexpected team. Someone Is like... it someone weird? It is a bit weird, yeah. Austria? Nope. I don't know. Sweden. Oh. oh, oh yeah, their defence is rock solid. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, all right, uh, and then uh, overperforming, you know, players that have performed well, Matt. Uh, one Aldum. He's 100%. He's, he's been, been fantastic. Great. Um, Scored me lots of points in the old fantasy football. Yeah. I would say De Bruyne, but he's De Bruyne. He doesn't overperform. He's just yeah, world class. Yeah, I'm he gonna just s- performs to his level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Comes back from smashing his nose and his eye socket to pieces. Yeah. Uh, I think it's tough. Like, there's not been many massively standout players, I don't think. Uh, maybe. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I was going to say Cristiano Ronaldo. But is, again, is that overperforming or is he just doing what he does? I think the results just scoring had, international goals. With, with the quality of that Portugal team, it's not been what everyone thought they would be and I feel like Ronaldo is carrying that team yeah it's, it's like still Bruno Fernandes like has been invisible along, it? yeah like I don't oh, even yeah. know if Bruno well he has played but he's literally might as well have just sat on the floor he, yeah, he's he done nothing he was going to be yeah. my underperformer Fernandes oh yeah <laughs> Fernandes have you seen all the memes <laughs> of him crying <laughs> yeah because Ronaldo <laughs> took the penalty yeah yeah do you know what I agree with all of that Matt and I agree with that Grant Bruno Fernandes yeah. has underperformed. He's been a ghost. Badly. Which is weird. You you thought he'd overperform with that, you know, quality around him. But uh apparently not. No. I tell you what, I'll tell you who's gone the opposite way. Pogba. Pogba's yeah. been unbelievable. Yeah, Pogba's been th- very good. I think it's every time he again, pulls on that front shirt. When he pulls on that French shirt, you know what? he's I think got it those is. players around him. He's I scary think, good. I think it's with Kante does all the dirty work and Pogba just goes out and performs yeah he does when the Manchester United team Pogba's has to sometimes do that dirty work as well exactly he's, he's, um, he's, he's too lazy for that Fred and McTominay 
are just not in the same league as Cantor. What players? And it just oh, does not pla- give him. Uh, the oh three. right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Cante counts for like three holding midfielders, didn't he? And, yeah. Uh, when when Pogba's got Dan James and Dan James, surprise performer, most chances created in the yeah, Euros. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in all fairness, but for Manchester United, when Pogba's got Dan James and Anthony Martial making runs in behind, not much he can do. But when he's got Griezmann, Benzema, and Mbappe making runs there's quite a lot he can that little ball he put in that game a few days ago with like the outside of his foot oh, it was unbelievable when was it like Griezmann wasn't even in the shot no it was to Benzema wasn't it I don't know who it was to yeah, but yeah I, remember. I remember the I remember the pass oh, unbelievable alright then the final thing we're going to talk about before we wrap up this episode is after 99% of the group games I think there's Group games today and a few group games tomorrow, isn't there? Yep. Or is it just today? No, I think there's some tomorrow as yeah. well. Um, so we're nearly finished with the group games. Has this changed your opinion on where the Euro trophy is going? Matt, has it changed your opinion? Uh, I still think it's going to go to France, but I would have to say maybe someone like Netherlands could be getting closer to that stage now. But still France for me. But there's a couple of teams who are a little edging there, way closer. Yeah, I think there has been some surprises with Italy. I didn't expect them to be so sexy. Uh, I expected Portugal to be better. Uh, But other than that, everything else has been on par. I expected England to be more exciting. And I still do think there is a chance that it will come home. Uh, Should we get past the round of 16? Once we get that out of the way... I think there is a chance that it comes home. If we beat France or Portugal or Germany, I think that will kick us up the arse. And I can see <laughs> I can see Matt and Grant shaking their head. Grant's walked off to make a brew. He's, <laughs> he's not having this. Um, I personally do think that if we get past this round of 16 game, it's coming home. This if we is get past Grant, the round of 16, exactly Arsenal are going to win like. the Champions League. That's why I don't like Tuchel, because Tuchel plays exactly the same as England. It's boring. Yeah. Nobody. When Chelsea won it, but won, Tuchel won the Champions League. Yeah, no, but it was boring. And I, I mean, I'm just. I want to see old style football. I want to see. I want to see. You want to see lead style England I wanna football. I want to see skill. I want to see flair. I just. I don't want to see chess. Like I've said it before, but I think <laughs> I think I think Italy are going to win it. I think Italy are going to yeah, win. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. That's bold. That is bold. Big. From did they not even did they not make the World Cup in 2018? That was a thing, wasn't yeah. it? Did they not make it out of the group stages? No, that was Germany, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Germany. Oh, did Italy not even qualify? No, I've got a feeling that Italy didn't even qualify. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, did they? And Germany didn't make it out of the group stages. Uh-huh. So really, France had an easy run there. So fake team. <laughs> I still think it's coming home. I d- I do still think it's coming home. Should we make it past the round of 16? Because in a little break, we just had Grant did a little like little run of the teams left and who they're facing. If we should uh, win this round of 16 game, then our quarters and semis aren't looking too bad. It's teams like Spain, Sweden, teams that we can beat. I think it could also and be Belgium. And then it just comes down to the final. It could also be ben- Belgium yeah, and the Netherlands. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we'll hope it's not. They might end up. And then the final. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 they could do. They could do. I hope it, in a week's time, we'll either all be very happy or very, very sad. <laughs> all right, then, lads, we have come to the end of the episode. Grant, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Have you had a nice morning? Oh, I've had the best morning. Couldn't be better. Thank you. That is that is the, the most sincere, best morning I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that's what three years at drama school gets you. <laughs> For anybody wondering, that's how we know Grant. Our fantastic, beautiful, wonderful time that we would do four or five times over at drama school. Said not with crossed fingers. As we said, we've come to the end of the episode. Grant, thank you very much for joining us. Matt, have you enjoyed yourself this morning as well? Yeah, but I'm definitely just going to go and drink some honey and lemon after this. But it's been great. Yeah, your, your throat sounds a bit... And where did you learn that? Sun. Drama school. Drama school. <laughs> it, it haunts us every day. So if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on all our social medias. That's Facebook and Instagram, at the Football Plug Podcast. Uh, and without further ado, hopefully... Happy again that we've beaten France, Portugal, or Germany in the round of 16. We'll see you next week. See you later, boys. See you later.